0: Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. It's your girl, Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen.
0: Yep, and it's DJ Damage, and it's time to get this show started.
1: So Jason is still out you know doing all the fabulous things that Jason does um <laughs> no he's on Wilding Out um and he was just recently on Wendy and mm-hmm. he did phenomenal Congrats. so congratulations to Jason for finally meeting his spirit animal yes I I cannot tell where he ends and Wendy begins in all honesty I really can't <laughs> you know so he did fabulously he is now a friend of the show so congratulations to him um I wanted to welcome our guest host yes Sky P Marshall in the building, your Here. name is so <laughs> fabulous. I'm, I just, I love it. I, I Thank just, you. I just love it. That's a great conversation starter. Yeah, her. it yeah. really is. And damage has been friends with you for a while and mm-hmm. never picked up on. You no, know, the
0: Sky Marshall thing. Yeah, the
1: whole tongue-in-cheek, you know, double entendre. Maybe he's yeah.
2: used to hearing Air Marshall. Like, if I said my name was Air Marshall, yeah, you'd yeah, probably yeah, understand yeah. that, right? Like I said,
0: it's a brand name, Sky P. Marshall. I never took the P out and looked at Sky Marshall. And together. so many
2: people wanted me to take the P out. Because they were like, just do Sky Marshall. Like, what's the P for? And I was like, because I don't want people to say Sky Marshall. I, I, I just. <laughs> so people like, instead, stuff people have said Skype. And nice. I'm like, oh,
1: great! No, now I'm. Oh just, yeah, I can see that. I, I've
2: lost the, the plot. <laughs> so.
1: Well, you are a working actor, like a a a working actor, oh. and I just saw you recently on one of my favorite shows, nine one one.
2: Oh, <laughs> yes, I did. You know what? I never realized how challenging
1: fake birth was gonna be i i mean i know so okay so if (laughs) if you guys have never watched 911, you're tripping because it's such a good show show. it's so good and angela bassett like my surrogate mom in my head is on that show yeah um and so is aisha hines aisha hines is a beast she i i love her she's a beast i love her yeah um and so it's basically just you know the first responders here uh in la and there is a lot of you know fuck shit that goes on in this city Crazy! I've got some stories, but anyways, um, so you played a pregnant woman who gives birth at a really inopportune time. Yeah, um,
2: absolutely, and 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 the the. F- amazing thing about that opportunity mm. is that what I was going through in my, in my life personally at that time mm. was so traumatic and so tragic that when I booked that role, yeah. it was so therapeutic for me because I was able to scream yeah. and I was able to cry. And the director came up to me and was like, yo, are you okay? <laughs> like, no. Do you need a break? I'm not. <laughs> And he said, "Because I have never worked with an actor who can cry so much, so easily, and for so
1: long." Who is this actor? Because he needs to know my name. I can. <laughs> I got a lot of pain inside <laughs> here, motherfuckers. Yeah, and, I, and 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 that's one thing I
2: really love about um, acting. It's mm-hmm. it's fun to be able to hijack these characters and personally heal yourself with whatever you may be experiencing or in life. Yeah. You know, it's that art imitating life, life imitating yeah. art. You yeah. know, and, and so when people are like, oh my God, you're an actor, you must be really good at lying. I'm like, bitch, where's the lie? Eh. Like, my tears are authentic mm. as hell. I, I really just like know person. how to <laughs> take what I'm experiencing and project it on the screen. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, it isn't, it isn't lying. It is literally, like you said, hijacking the character in order to, you know, I looked at acting class as a cheap form therapy. Absolutely. Honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, I would be in there bawling my face off and giving a hell of a performance, but no one really understanding where it's coming from. So. And
2: nor do they need to because yeah. you're it's it's when you're in those classes and even on set, you're in such a safe space in a community mm-hmm. where people understand the art. Mm-hmm. So when actors ask me, like, you know, how are you able to mm-hmm. to do that in front of so many people, you know, for so long, cry all day long and and i would tell them well the first thing you need to do is start embarrassing yourself more in public
1: uh, well you know what i mean that's a yeah, like that's, that's, a, that's, that's a that's a, start embarrassing that's a piece of, of advice like i'll i'll go yeah. into like a, a grocery route.
2: store and i'll be like oh my god where's the chia seeds my friends will be like oh my god <laughs> Sky, would you stop? And I'm like, why are you embarrassed? (laughs) Why do you care so much? Right. Stop giving a fuck. Right. The less fucks you give in your personal life, when you walk into an audition room, you don't give a fuck about what they think about you either. Right. Like, but you can't wait until the audition and you can't wait to get on set to start thinking you're going to go into auto zone of not giving a fuck. Yeah. When you care so much walking around on a daily basis. Exactly. You know, so just start embarrassing yourself more in public. Yeah. Yeah. Then you start to make more bold choices.
0: Yeah. And, and it's not taking What's yourself that? too serious. You know, yeah. I'm not, not an actor, but I've hosted big events and there's thousands of people mm-hmm. and there's interviewing big celebrities like Vin Diesel or Puff. And it's like, how do you keep it all together? It's like, I don't give a fuck if I mess up. Right. Like, I really don't. I don't give a fuck what I look like. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if somebody thinks I'm looking stupid.
1: We definitely don't start off that way, though. You we gotta, start off giving a caring and, and just a pocket full of them. Yeah. I yeah. had a, yeah.
0: a roommate... I went to high school with Mm -hmm. and I always gave a fuck. I was always like super organized and I'm the guy that gets up and studying. He Mm -hmm. gave a fuck about nothing. Right. right? Mm -hmm. But he had that luxury because something was going on in his personal life. Mm -hmm. But he really taught me if you master the art of not giving a fuck, you go so much farther in life because a lot of things we do, we hold ourselves back because of whatever the fuck we create in our head. There's really nobody else. You can say there's haters on social media and you can say this, but it's really us. We're our own worst critics. So once you really stop giving a fuck and just doing you, So much more successful.
1: Easier said than done. Okay, easier said than done. I do want to say that we have something in common. Well, a couple of things. I've looked at your bio, but we both went to Stella Adler.
2: Oh, amazing! Yeah. You know what? We actually have even more in common. What? Because who'd we date at the same (laughs) (laughs) time? You remember that one nigga, New York, 2012? Um, No, but. you were on my wall for about
1: two years no yeah you were
2: you were my workout inspiration
1: oh that makes me feel so yeah good. and then i was you know working because cor- you're a beast in the gym oh like, i try i try i, I kind of insta-stalked you okay. a little bit so Appreciate wow that. yeah Just well that honest, I, you yeah, know my wall for well me. yeah <laughs> and
2: i remember like i would I, I, w- I had you on my wall, and I was corporate, briefcase, glasses, Clark Kent, the fucked up, mm-hmm. and, um, and I was like, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. I want to do what Melissa Ford is doing because yeah. it was just the opposite end of the spectrum of what my life had been at that time. Mm-hmm. And you inspired me and then I did King magazine, Smooth magazine, Stuff Magazine, like and where i was are these, like, wait,
0: where are these articles at? Everybody you know what? <laughs> I didn't see the smooth magazine. Let me tell you feature. what I did.
2: I personally called every single magazine when I decided to it's... pursue acting and I said, take my photos off of you your website. So... And they all did. Wow. You did so so I have them in print. Let me but see. But they all were very kind enough to remove my photos <sighs> off. Of all the websites, only and solely because here I was deciding to be an actor at 28. Yeah. Wow. Only I believed that I knew where I was going, so these images needed to go now.
1: Wow. I'm now extraordinarily as curious as Damage is to see these images. I I, see, I, I'm ready to see Please, I swear, feature. just take a picture of the print. Please. Or if you've got them, I need to see them and they won't be shared. It's just our that. little secret. I know. Well,
2: you know what? I was only and solely going to reveal that to um, Melissa because, mm-hmm. you know, she's a boss in the game and inspired me to do it. And it was just one other thing that I had checked off my list of, you know, experiences I wanted in life, mm-hmm. you know. um
1: so so you'd been in the um you were in the air force yeah okay Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that because that you're a battle-tested woman so you're my favorite type of woman you know like you're 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 slightly profane i love it you know because i because i can't (laughs) control this mouth i mean i had some i had people trying to police it police my comments and shit and i was just like fuck you Hello. okay it's not going to change okay i i've tried to do the swear jar i've tried it all it's just a part jar. of my twinkling personality jar. motherfuckers so anyways i love a battle tested woman i love a woman who does not feel like she's got to conform to what what is a man's role what is a woman's role you just you went out and you kicked ass i need to know about your time in the air force what was that like and yeah. did you feel did you like uh, experience a lot of misogyny and mm. what was that so like?
2: yeah um, um,
1: Sky, shoot you.
2: I will. Absolutely. I believe I've it. I've been triggered a few times. I believe um, it. Hello. But, uh, yeah, when I was a teenager, um, a lot of girls were getting pregnant around me in high school. That mm-hmm. was just the thing to do. That would Chicago. suck for them right now, but go yeah. on. And, um, I, I one, I wanted to get out of Chicago. Two, I didn't want to be one of those 20-something-year-olds with $100,000 of student debt. And, three, I grew up omega as fuck. mm. And I knew that if you wait, 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 trained wait. me, I could be alpha,
1: omega, the one. The no, no, well, no, 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 not the fraternity. Omega, sci-fi? <laughs> yeah. I was a kappa. I was a kappa, but I wanted to be an omega.
2: Right. Um, <laughs> he said, <laughs> "I was a kappa, sweetheart." She starts blah about. The... <laughs> you know what? You're right. Let me I grew let me up in Canada, up. Canada, okay. <laughs> i was very introvert okay. right but ah. the alphas always inspired me that personality character type right right so um i went into the military okay and one i have zero debt of a uh, uh college good for you well, yeah thank yeah, god you and for that. the
1: 2019 class of, of 2019 more yeah so
2: i definitely understand what that um Lit. that you know, that that what is it just like an exhale of knowing that you don't have that hanging over your head because that's just society's way of trapping you in the workforce but moving on Mm -hmm. um and then i also didn't feel like i was being raised with
1: enough discipline Mm. Mm. wow how old were you when you yeah when you made that self-check because that kind of analysis usually comes with a lot of tripping and falling yeah, like on the wrong more people. Than you know? Well, you you know, and
2: that's the thing. Like I, I was just having a conversation with DJ Damage the other day, and I said to him, like all the choices that I make today mm-hmm. is so that I can make forty-five year old Sky happy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so that right now I can sit up here and say, I look back at eighteen year old Sky, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, thank you. Yeah. How did you think about doing that for yeah. me? Yeah. How did you think about doing that for me? So, moving forward, I'm not making dumbass choices to support 25 year old Sky. Right. Like, ooh, let me do some hot shit so that she can. No, <laughs> I need 45-year-old Sky to look back you and say... You still want to see the smooth Thank maggot. you. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going I'm, to pull that up. Yeah. But a lot of people just hot make shit. dumb decisions that you're like, yeah, that might flatter 20-something-year-old version of you, mm-hmm. but with 40-something-year-old version of
1: you, be happy. It's like, really start
2: hard making choices to support her.
1: Yeah, it's really hard you know? to think that far ahead. Like, I remember when I had first moved to the U.S., like, literally moved yeah. to New York with two suitcases, $25, and a one-way ticket. I was as illegal as everybody on the border trying to get in this country, wow. okay? Even yeah. though I was from Canada, it was the same thing. I had to go through the same process. You had to be sponsored, visas, green cards, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing. And it, I was illegal for the first couple of years that I was living Ooh. in the States. I couldn't go home because if I tried to go home and then tried to get back, they'd be like, uh-uh, sister, right. I, don't, I don't think so. Um, and so... I remember thinking to myself, you know, while I was sitting there in my first apartment, (sighs) I wish me 10 to 12 years in the future could come to me now Mm. and tell me what to do, Uh. tell me what not to do, tell me who not to fuck, like tell me something, you know what I'm saying? And well, it didn't happen, but what it's translated into now is me being like that mother, auntie, big sister, mentor figure, for so many yeah. young girls because I remember being Perfect. that, you know, Absolutely. you were, you were smarter than me. You, you, you knew the answer, you figured it out. Yeah, well the answer was literally just to get out of Chicago
2: because mm. either you're going to get pregnant yeah. or you're going to become a gangster disciple. Who knows? I don't know. Right. Uh, that's a far stretch. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I enrolled in the military and um, outside of not having any student debt, um, <laughs> it trained me in such a sophisticated way on how to process fear. Okay, right? So, Yeah,
1: cuz when you're young, you know, we don't really have strong risk assessment in in our, you know, in our youth. Like we think we could jump off buildings and fly, you know? Absolutely, but at the same time if an infant is hungry, they're going to scream
2: as if they're dying because they don't know what that hunger pain actually means.
1: Yeah. We're oh, born is that with that why they fear. do that.
2: Yeah, we're born with okay. fear, right? It's just it's no different than a toddler thinking that there's a boogeyman in the closet, right? right? Right. And your mom or dad has to come in and be like, "There's no boogeyman, let me show you. I'll open the door." Right. You know, we have to be that parent to ourselves right. and say, "There's no boogeyman, let me show you." Yeah, right? But instead, a lot of us we f- we we will experience a threat, the brain will process the threat as real, Mm -hmm. and then we move from that space, Mm -hmm. right? So in the military, I mean, they're not going to train you with an M16 rifle to like see a threat and be like, "Ah, ah," and run the opposite direction. No, you feel a threat, you feel some danger, you feel fear, you go towards it, right? Mm -hmm. And that can be as subtle as an uncomfortable conversation Mm -hmm. or somebody physically trying to attack you, right? That's how the brain processes fear. My brain can't tell the difference between a gun pointing at me in a fucking producer session audition. <laughs> wow. The fear is fear. You so feel this, it. It's, this, it's in
1: your gut. Okay. Right? So this really prepared you for acting, un- probably unbeknownst to you.
2: Yeah. It prepared me for a lot of challenges that I put myself into mm-hmm. from working in corporate New York mm-hmm. to living in Spanish Harlem by myself mm-hmm. to... Traveling the world solo, which I
1: do a lot. I know. I was, oh, like, yeah. was insta stalking. I don't know if I'm.
0: Yeah, I'm not ready for that. I
1: was insta stalking, and scary. we've both been to Bali. Oh, love Bali! Wasn't right. Bali like paradise? No, like, did
0: you go by yourself though?
1: I flew by myself.
0: Traveling by myself still scares me. Really? That's yeah. It's a like, little. I got stuck in um, South. No whatever the Koreas you could go to. South
1: Korea. I got stuck <laughs> one there. One of the <laughs> You could go to South uh, Korea. I went
0: out there to DJ, I taught uh, one of my friends how a DJ, he has a big clothing line, he's from Korea, mm-hmm. and he was gonna premiere his DJ set in Korea. Mm-hmm. So he asked me to come with him. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's way younger than me. Uh, I got the Uber by myself and I went to the wrong airport and I got stuck there. And I was like, see, this is why I don't travel by myself. He didn't pick up the phone, no one spoke English. It was like really devastating. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna get home. There's no refund on the ticket. It was like traveling alone really.
2: Well, here's the thing. You have to really do the (laughs) due diligence of where to travel solo first. Yeah. And it really (laughs) has to be um, culturally driven.
0: Um, Like no one spoke. And they were like just pointing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the Europeans that's a great place to go packing solo, right? Yeah. Um. Even in West Africa. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Good, they cannot wait to show you around. Right. I'm not going to South Korea. Bruh. I'm not going to Shanghai. I'm not going to certain, I mean, kind no of see a pattern here. Um, <laughs> being a black woman thinking I'm going to get no. some help. Um, some courtesy and um, kindness. There are just certain places. I'm not going to Russia by myself. There's just
1: certain places that, that probably not you have to be intentional to with where you solo travel to. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's That, you know? that makes sense. Yeah. That's, that's pre planning.
1: Yeah. That's definitely true. I went when I went to Bali, I um, ended up meeting friends, um, my friend Nick and his boyfriend Jack. They'd already like got the villa together. Mm-hmm. And for Australians, um bali is like us going to mexico mm-hmm. like that's like uh-huh. literally it's it's a really short flight so bali is flooded with Australians. Like they know that place like the back of their hand. So if you were going to Bali and you got a friend from Australia, that should be the friend you That's go it. with because they know their way around. I didn't have to think about anything. Nope. Nick just took me everywhere, you know, on the back of his moped. I was like, let's do this man. So it, it made my trip enjoyable that I didn't really have to think about anything. You know, it was just getting there where it took a full 24 hours.
2: Yeah. Like- and the Indonesians are so kind. Like I remember I yeah. I bumped this guy's scooter and he turned around and was like, sorry yeah,
1: Sorry. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. It like,
2: like they're sometimes a bit too kind yeah <laughs> I'm like oh my god so yeah that's the place you want to go to like you just got to do some research on the culture yeah and then the culture in alignment with your culture
0: yeah what is some advice because i feel like a lot of people w- need to learn how to lean into their fear right i mm-hmm. feel like we figured it out through our experiences in life and mm-hmm. probably we're still figuring it out as we go what was some good advice for people to, like learning how to lean into that fear
2: Right. So for me, the reason why I started solo traveling is because I want to to go around to different elementary schools and colleges. And I want to encourage kids of color to get a passport because backpacking through Europe is not a part of our dinner table conversation, sadly. Mm-hmm. That's why people have been talking about they talk about that when they're like nine, ten years old. They talk about taking it's ex- gap
1: years. Honey, to it's, go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that conversation. You know what a gap year is? No. Well, oh, it's it's, the year, it's yeah. true, yeah. It's the, it's the year that you take in between what high it was—high school, high school and, college. and college. So, it's would say take a year to just fuck it off. Where did you get it? White, white people. people go backpacking through Europe. Yeah, I'm looking for because they need to they find themselves. They, they need there. to find themselves. They go stay in yeah. hostels and shit like that. And the parents stay
2: fully the support it because they're like, I'm not going to spend one hundred thousand dollars for you be an English major motherfucker. Like, go figure <laughs> out what take your time off, figure out what you <laughs> well, want to do. Smart, though, if you and got then the come back yeah.
1: and we'll pay for something that you've like clearly decided. Yeah, No, on. it's smart when you've got the funds to be or and parents willing to fund that kind of, you know, that that indulgence, you know, in discover in self-discovery. A lot of we don't got that.
0: Some of us do gap years in high school.
1: Yeah, I still doing gap. Yeah I, year. Took ten, yeah, I took
0: tenth grade off. I had to just figure my shit
1: I, out. I was working three <laughs> jobs to put myself through 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 school. Oh yeah, I seen some
0: gap years in high school. Some people just left and came back. Like yeah, I'm. I think I'm gonna do it now. I'm like, yeah. oh shit, you yeah. hit the streets, huh?
1: I mean, I, it would be nice to have that kind of luxury, and that's why you know I give that my myself the luxury of travel now. Like I could give two solid fucks about the latest pair of Louboutins. Hello. Like they hurt my feet anyways okay my baby Mm -hmm. toe screams in a pair of lubes i'm not wearing those right now um but i don't i just lost my desire for like material you know material shit like i used to love that love when guys took me shop all that stuff now i'm like where am i going next Mm -hmm. i literally have destination addiction
2: well also because you i love that you use that phrase destination addiction Mm -hmm. because one that's how i am when it comes to travel yeah But it doesn't translate over well when it comes to your career or relationship, right? You gotta kind of stay present. But as far as (laughs) sadly, um, but as far as traveling, I'm a total escapist. Like that's my jam.
1: Yeah. Um. I get no. I get depressed when I come back from vacation. Yeah. Like it's like like this melancholy just kind of sets in. Like. place fucking sucks man you know <laughs> hey, where am I going next let me spin the globe because I yeah. got to get out of here
2: you know well, y- because those memories don't go out of style like no. red bottoms
1: no they those don't. memories
2: don't have an expiration date yeah. an you're never gonna yeah. want to <laughs> replace your last ball yeah. trip you know what I mean so when you're 85 years old the the same story you could tell on the scooter yeah when an Australian surfer yeah will still be just as good and same amount of quality yeah and that's why I love s- investing time into traveling and there's so many available ways to travel for cheap yeah you know and that's the problem with our culture around not going abroad enough is because we still are conditioned with that old way of thinking that it's going to be thousands of dollars to travel yeah And, and, and that's one of my goals is to be able to show people like how you can travel on a budget, have the same amount of, you know, a million dollar experience for under a thousand dollars. Yeah. And then also I want to encourage women, no matter what your fucking color is to be comfortable traveling solo without a dude and without your crew.
1: Yeah. I was in, um, while I was in Bali, I was in this restaurant and, you know, I wish I could shout them out. I wish I could remember what the group's name was, but I saw about 20 black people that looked like they were from Brooklyn. And I was just like. I legit had to say, I was like, where did you guys come from? <laughs> what are you doing here? Like, cause right. I, I wasn't used to seeing, you know, I wasn't used to seeing that cause black people just really are like, they don't have this notion of like going clear across the others to the other side of the world. And they were like, we're a travel group that are just trying to encourage, you know, people of color, get on a plane and just expand your horizons and let your mind wander and, and spin the globe and think of a place. So like they just organize these group trips and people buy into them, mm-hmm. and they look like they were have they were having the time of their life. And I was like, "You beautiful black people, oh, I'm so glad it. you're here on this island. Yeah, it was really awesome. Yeah. It was really awesome. More it, traveling is the greatest. It is. It's the greatest experience that that anybody can have. And you know what? It opens your eyes to becoming so much more understanding as to the way other people live. Mm-hmm. And so your level of tolerance and acceptance starts to expand as well. Once you're you know, super well-traveled, you kind of look around and you see all the problems, and, you know, that's like just rooted in fear and hatred. And you're just like, the fuck is everybody's problem? I know I, I know I say that to myself at least five times a day, you know, just watching the news and seeing what's going on. But, you know.
2: Yeah, I, when I was in West Africa, I, they were just so, like, the, especially the kids, everybody's just like pure joy and like so like just a ball of energy. And And they had so little. Mm-hmm. And then I came back to L.A. and... Couple girlfriends in the hills are still calling me about how depressed they are, um, and I'm just like, this isn't lining up. Yeah, and that's where, like you, yeah, I just really started to detach myself around that materialistic mm-hmm. vision board. Yeah, and instead, you know, my prayer was just to the universe, like, where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? And to whom? Yeah, that's all that matters to me now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I had I had that exact same experience happen to me, maybe about a month ago, where I was out with a couple of girls and listening to their conversation of Oh, that bitch is ugly. And that bitch had surgery and this bitch and that bitch. And I was literally looking around and I was like, this, this, this cannot be the life that God saved. You know what I'm saying? Like, this this can't fucking be it. As a matter of fact, I refuse for this to be it. I never want to be in a room having this kind of conversation ever fucking again. It is beneath me. This is l- very low vibrational frequency yeah, that's shit. exactly I, what it is. I can't tolerate it. And I was like, you know what? I need to be in different rooms in all honesty because if I'm the smartest person in the room, it's the, it's the, it's not, it's the worst room for me to be in. I want to be the dumbest person in the room as far as I'm concerned. So I totally feel you on that kind of thing. And
2: I love how you just responded to that by yeah. taking responsibility for the choice that you made of sitting in that yeah, seat in yeah. rather than judging them for the up. Yeah. You were just like, what am I doing? Like, why am I here? Why? And that I feel like is, is, is so much personal growth yeah. around being able to take responsibility for the environment that if, you're in if, and, and making the right choices. Yeah.
1: If it, if it floats your boat, then Hey, go ahead. But it's just, it's just not, it's just not for me. You know, I'm, I, that's what I love most about living on the East coast is I would find myself regularly in a very, in a, in an academic environment, you know, Go down to DC at Howard university. And, oh, uh, it was just, it just, you know, fed my, my brain and yeah it was anyways okay yeah i
0: want to get back to my original question because i love everything about uh inspiring black people to travel because it it is definitely so important but i also think black people need to know how to lean into their fear and that was the original question i want to see like i feel like you have such a great method with it and i think it can help so many people rather you're in an entertainment industry or if you're working anywhere like I feel like you challenging yourself and pushing yourself forward and not being afraid can help you evolve as a person I think that's really important for people to learn kind of like some of your methods and I feel like we all have our methods but like how did you do that like how does one do that
2: it's a process of progress right so you just have baby steps you know if you live in Los Angeles take a road trip to San Diego by yourself Mm -hmm. you know take a road trip to Santa Barbara by yourself like you have to just kind of start to let go of the need of a plus one, mm-hmm. right? So even if it starts off at like, go to dinner by yourself, right? And then next year you get in the car, road trip. And the next you know, get, take a quick flight somewhere by yourself for just like two, three days, you know, just when it comes to fear, a lot of people think that they just have to like, blah, and jump right into the deep end. Shit, and other times mm-hmm. I'm the kind of person, like I need to wet my toes. Nah, I to I, need, jump like, in. I just jumped in too. <laughs> but that's because again i was very i was trained through the government on how to approach it so that was like the fast that's like being in the carpool lane of Processing fear, but if you don't have that experience, then you just have to challenge yourself to just do it day by day and mm. start allowing yourself to be with yourself and starting allowing yourself to build on self love. That's self-love. the phrase is That's be it. with be yourself. with yourself, yourself, yeah. and and work on self love. And mm. if it, if that has to start with just taking yourself to coffee first, and then dinner, and then a road trip, and then a flight quick somewhere. Next thing you know, you're out of here. Next thing you know, you're in but Dubai. You're but later. sometimes Bye. people
0: fears aren't necessarily traveling I had a fear with public speaking I I never my mom is still amazed today that I sit here and do this as a living because Mm -hmm. she was like you wouldn't even speak Mm -hmm. and I remember as a DJ I wanted to be a DJ because Mm -hmm. I didn't have to speak Mm -hmm. you know DJs wasn't rocking a mic at the point you know Mm -hmm. they had hosts and then it was a point in my life where it was like I had an opportunity and I had to jump in Mm -hmm. it was like you got to talk or you're not going to elevate oh yeah I feel like a lot of people don't have that a lot of people go oh you know what just give it to somebody else but I was like no look fuck it I'm gonna go up there, and mess up whatever, but I have to take
1: that. I mean, when it comes when it comes to being in this business, like I I was a baby bird that got pushed out the nest at one point. I mean, I would have described myself as an introvert at at some point in my life. I, I've i had to learn to be a social person yeah. because it did not come naturally to me. I am a bookworm. I like the smell of a, a, the, the, the crack, you know, in a book. <laughs> um, but I just was, con- that was what I was when I was a kid. Up in my room, I didn't feel like I needed to be playing outside. I did, but I really was very self-contained, you know, and I could like, uh, you know, just like um, entertain myself with, music or books or whatever the case was so being social was something that the industry taught me Mm -hmm. so that yeah i i it was like i had no choice otherwise people would be like the fuck is wrong with this deaf mute over here you know what i mean so i had to learn but it didn't it didn't come naturally to me but i still
0: i feel like people like me and you we still get criticized for us being introverts because if we go out and we're not as social people like oh He's an asshole. She feels like she's better than everybody. But it's like, nah, honestly, we still try you know, to... Which listen. brings
2: us back to not giving a fuck about what people... Hey, look, I,
0: I give no fucks.
2: Right? Actually, no. Yeah, so. But
0: sometimes you do have to, you know, care about how you give off to certain people because some people might take it the wrong way that you actually no, care about.
1: listen, to... I have a remedy for that, okay? I hit the motherfucking bar, okay? And I just... Can <laughs> you loosen up? I slam a couple <laughs> back. And if you've ever run into drunk Melly... <laughs> Yeah. It's a bum. She's awesome. Come on. Yeah, no, she loves everybody. <laughs> you're drinking. You're yeah. drinking. Yes. I'm Everybody's getting a drink. Let's do this, man. Let's go <laughs> bungee jumping afterwards. That's drunk Mel. She's okay. she's fucking fun. I look I look at my phone the next day after oh, drunk Mel's gotten a hold a of it and I'm like, It's not even the Texas. I don't drunk text yeah. men. Like it doesn't happen. Right. I drunk text like girls and tell my, my dress <laughs> no I tell my I friends I love you so much tell my know, friends I just, how much I, I do oh you're that true yeah oh <laughs> the
0: appreciation and dress.
1: then oh and then the pictures I post I'm like oh archive oh no you know delete 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 girl what the fuck <laughs> god who else had a camera out that night okay so yeah that's me anyways let's um we do so, we do hot topics on the show uh-huh. so i very rarely have, you know, estrogen in the room with me. So I'm really mm-hmm. happy and wanting to take advantage of that by, um, you know, compiling some very women-centric topics. And I promise you guys, it runs the gamut. So don't check the fuck out, okay? Um, why don't we just start with something that men can enjoy? Yes. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith admits to being addicted to porn before we d- meeting Will Smith. Haven't we all? No.
0: No, me either. No,
1: I've never I was just
0: trying to relate. I mean it's Jada.
1: I've never been addicted to porn. What
0: I'm kind not. of porn you think Jada was watching though? I wonder what porn
1: what would I Jada's have an category idea to be? what I think she was watching. <laughs> what but um idea? let me let me let me, let me watch it. Let me just get to this. So Jada Pickett Smith uh <laughs> is a very much an open book these days, uh which is why she's it's not really shocking that she's admitting she was once addicted to porn. Uh, the mother of three shared those interesting details during an episode of Red Table Talks with her daughter, Willow, and mother, Adrian Banfield. God, what a liberal household! Yeah, I, I do too. Hey, fuck it. Um, dis- <laughs> they discussed the topic of porn and how it can negatively impact a person's life.
0: Damn.
1: Mm. Uh, Jada says that at the beginning of the episode, um, if I was still on my porn game, I'd be able to show you some good porn. And she's saying this to her mom and her daughter. I'm to
0: say some Jada's porn.
1: Back in the day I had a little porn addiction but that but I wasn't in a relationship when I had a porn addiction believe it or not thank goodness I mean does that really matter Is that really a thing? Hold on. We'll we'll get back to that. So that, that will be one of my questions. Um, she went on to say we're here to talk about the effects of pornography on relationships. This is an interesting one. And I actually feel like I was using addiction a little lightly and maybe I'll say now that I had an unhealthy relationship to porn at one point in my life where I was trying to practice abstinence. Um, she said it was actually like filling an emptiness. At least you think that it is, but it's actually not. Um, I think the word addiction gets thrown around a little bit too No,
0: I know some some people that's addicted to porn. Um, What was the pastor name? They got all the songs. I can't know. Why I can't think of this dude's name right now.
1: Here we go. That guy.
0: Yeah, Kirk Franklin Franklin Franklin. said he had a serious porn
1: addiction while he was married. And I believe him. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) it's not written in the notes. So I don't know if she said this, but I'm guessing that she didn't since it's not in the notes. So what did you do with your porn addiction? Did you go to, I don't know, let's, let's like the sexual addiction group. What is that called?
2: Yeah, the one that Eric Benet went to or something.
0: Right. He yeah. was addicted to porn too. Oh
1: No, he said he was right addicted, addicted, addicted to sex to fucking... and that's why he cheated on Halle Berry. Oh. No, it's like you're just disloyal. You're just disloyal. Yeah. Like, like you're disloyal. Why yeah. can't the man Call be addicted to, to, to sex? It's. I think it's... A, I'm sorry. I think it's a cop out. You really yeah, do? I do too. Yeah. I thought that was... I thought that... I, I thought. I'm not taking away from people who are actually addicted. There's to... some people addicted. To no, I know there is. No, there is, and they make really, 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 really poor choices. It's not just the disloyalty right. of you know. Uh, it's not just the infidelity thing. Right. It's literally like fucking a, a like like that guy down there, mm-hmm. like with the shopping cart on the street. You know, that kind of addiction where you just don't see, you don't process, you don't have any sense of boundary. It's just literally like. You know, it's 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 filling a hole. I literally. Yeah. Yeah. Hey,
0: look, <laughs> I feel like it's a lot of guys out there with porn addictions for real.
1: I don't know. No, Eric I'm, Benet, not gonna, I'm not going to give them that out. I'm not going to. I'm not going to give them that out. No, because then that gives that gives every person leeway to say, well, I was addicted to porn and it just will using it to excuse bad behavior. I'm not I'm not a fan of that. But it's porn bad behavior. Well, I don't know. You I don't know. I've never had an addiction in any way, shape, or form. Like porn is, I'm like, I could take it or leave it. I like making it. No. Oh, <laughs> hello. Uh, on, uh, I, I think on that's Netflix? what Jada started doing to supplement it her Netflix
0: picture. or Hulu. Will probably start making. Send me videos. a link. That's my inner monologue.
1: Well, you know, it's the personal porn collection that you know. still send me a link. <laughs> is it on Vimeo with a password? I swear to God, it's been so, it's it's literally on those little tiny cassettes That's how long ago it's. On oh, it, a cassette. I will oh, send you how a long flash drive. I made one. Okay, with those be the any, best I, ones too, because it's with, like they it got, like, it got the little lines. Even the quality is raw. Yeah, it was it was pretty. You know, oh. had, have a place where you can convert them. No, the tapes are destroyed. No, there no, there's no. no I promise. You always you. keep one. No, I swear to God, no. And I wouldn't no. I'd never watch yeah. it now because ew. I okay. mean ew. Well, you know what's quite interesting? Um I went to this like
2: woman's workshop mm-hmm. on like tapping into your feminine goddess bullshit right <laughs> um and it was fun it was fun yeah. like i just went for like okay let me see this let me feel this i'm experience this and it was quite fascinating because it was a very very large group of women between the ages of 21 until like 75 actually an 80 year old was there don't even and i, I would face. say around um of the women raised their hand when it came to their challenges during um, intimacy, their challenges with being able to receive. Mm -hmm. Right? So when I think about certain women, not all, but when I think about certain women that watch porn and get addicted to porn, sometimes a lot of them with their own husband, boyfriend and partners, or even just hookups, they're so performance based so that the man is pleased. Because a lot of times women haven't, I even had this issue with, rec- with being comfortable receiving
1: versus, really? yeah, I was i I never had that money. No, <laughs> I was I was never. If no, you don't please me, guess what you get? This foot on your forehead, get the fuck out.
2: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm over it now, oh, but sorry. I, I won't lie. I that was company. very much focused on, is he happy? Is he good? Really? Did he come? Oh my God. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so it's like that was never some mean. women. Some women. I feel like that, it's easy
0: to please us. That should just you just lay there.
2: That. But, but that's the thing. That's what make. That's what makes this conversation so interesting, uh-huh. right? And especially when it comes to women that are addicted to porn. Yeah. Sometimes that's the moment where they get to just lay there and receive and just be about themselves and be focused on themselves and mm-hmm. come and just fucking touch and and do whatever you want without having to think about a plus one without having to think about being more subservient in the oh, bedroom oh no well, that's true though i've and this is a majority but those yeah. women exist and when i saw 80 percent of the hands go up with women that are challenged with receiving and just making sure like okay are you good are we okay go away like married women mostly that were there that are just kind of yes, like keep yes. your husband happy kind of thing
1: what happened to me no 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 it happens to us too no. you know we're
0: performance driven okay it happens to us too we have to, you know how hard it is to have sex with somebody and you have to not come. The whole purpose of sex is to come. What about what we go through, okay? I mean, God, we <laughs> have to have sex and we have to fight the, how good it is the whole time. It's terrible. Listen. Uh, sex for men. We need to rise up men. <laughs>
2: y'all do it to man. yourselves though. You do it to yourselves. If you're a quick comer, come in the first 30 seconds, get it over with, Like, get out of your head and like just be present and then put all your attention on to me. It's seven, that simple, but don't try to fight like, it, and then and then now you're in your head thinking about
0: basketball. Women are so fighting come. to come.
1: We're fighting to not. Oh come. no no no. Oh no no, no no. Fighting to come. Nope. I can have an orgasm whenever I want.
0: Good for you. I am. But, I am
1: one of the lucky minority. Yes. You know, all the other ladies yes. out here
0: listening are like.
1: No, I. Shit. I, I promise <laughs> you. I literally a guy doesn't have to do anything except just be well endowed. That's it. I just lay there and keep it hard. That's it. That's Internal, like inside, penetrated. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's all. That's all you have to do. You're
2: just as sensitive on the inside as you are on the outside. That's
1: amazing.
0: Lucky you.
2: I
1: know. I know. But you know what?
0: You spend time with yourself, ladies. Spend time I with do. yourself. Yeah, I and do. And you will master this uh, great skill that Melissa has.
1: I'm just going to say that, you know, what keeps me sane is my Hitachi. You know, when what I. What is that? It's what you get in Sharper Image. They market it as a oh, personal massager.
0: That creepy looking thing that'd be at the, uh, as seen on TV store. Yeah, It's like that big round massager.
2: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That yeah. was on like that episode of
1: Sex and the City. Sorry, Ex- I should exactly look at you. Exactly that one. Okay, yeah, Exactly that one. Samantha's it's got, massager. Yeah, it's got two speeds. <laughs> you know, normal.
0: Fast and fast no, as fuck. No, fast
1: and no. the, the cool down. No, no, no. Cool no. setting. No, it's normal and burn your clit off. <laughs> That's the fucking setting that it ruck. has. Oh my god! And if I have to go to setting two, I don't know what's something's going wrong in my life. Okay, so but that's an additional
2: yeah. link I'm gonna need. To
1: <laughs> it's that's the great. The, that's the Melissa Ford starter kit. You it's get the link to her Vimeo page <laughs> and
2: the massager that'll burn your pussy. It's it. Oh. A- okay, wait. That's the starter package
0: for,
2: for three low payments of forty nine ninety nine. You two can come just as fast
1: from the inside as the outside. I mode. mean, it's just it's a it's it's a it's a beautiful thing. I'm. Uh, anyways, okay, we're so we're gonna get off that subject. We got to um, get to the shits. Yeah, let's 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 get to the shits. Okay, so Jada Pinkett and her porn addiction uh, before Will Smith. That's. Uh, yeah. I
0: wonder what's her favorite category. You said you might know. I want to know. I want to know Jada's favorite category.
1: I. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Me and Jason have this conversation every once in a while. I'm like, Jason, what do you watch? Do you watch like do you watch gay porn or do you watch hetero porn? Like, what's your thing? I, funny enough, I like gay porn.
0: I've heard a lot of straight women like gay porn.
1: Yeah, because you know what it is? It's women on women porn or like? No, ew. Men. Oh, no. I know, it's, it's really disturbing, and I'm sorry, but, you know, it's just this whole, like, Clash of the Titans thing. It's... <laughs> it's really fucking freaky I'm dude,
0: sorry dude, 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 okay
1: dude. well let's just skate over that I think Jada probably her addiction just was like every motherfucker gangbang it's gangbang <laughs> gang okay, like, so that's an obvious one right? I, was, I think it's gangbang it's totally I do. I, I, I think she's a gangbang I think bang you're watching. both right I think it was gangbang and girl on girl yep. yeah, so I think those I were her preferences yes in terms of porn okay so Jessica Alba And I want to know your take on this because, you know, she's a pretty well-known actress, but she's basically a billionaire now because of um, the honor, the honor company. Is that what it's called? The, yeah. the honest, honest. company okay. my bad her because her daughter's name is honor sorry okay. my bad that's basically like you know baby brand yeah her yeah. baby brand and it's like raked in like a billion dollars in profits Ooh. oh my god my god anyways she said she stopped eating so she wouldn't be preyed upon by men um so she was uh she attended the InGoop health summit um which is uh gwyneth paltrow's um whole brand um where yes. she yeah where she was joined by a panel um including Gwyneth, uh, who's the host, Taraji P. Henson, Olivia Wilde, Busy Phillips. During the panel, uh, Alba opened up about the pressures of Hollywood and how the industry can affect female stars' body images as young women, mm-hmm. you don't say. She shared story about stories about how, as a teen, her team encouraged her not to wear certain clothes because her, of, her, of her booty and how voluptuous she looked in them. She did have a cute little body. I'm uh I'm, I'm Honey Days. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, that, the movie Never Been Kissed with Drew Barrymore. Uh, yep. Oh yeah. 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 She's cute little body. Mm-hmm. Um, I was meant see, to feel- See, this is- We're praying on her already. This yeah. is- I understand now. I okay. Mean, you nah. see, I stayed out of this? Not notice I actually <laughs> say Shit that was, that but, was ooh, yeah, i said let the ladies ass, talk. yeah i was thinking it but ooh. i ain't saying it no that that, no, that what that is, is we're too, like but she's being preyed on yeah no too i mean she was cute as shit um staying out of i i stopped i was meant to feel ashamed if i tempted men she said according to the outlets then i stopped eating a lot um when i became an actress i made myself look more like a boy so i wouldn't get as much attention uh I don't remember a single solitary day that the girl looked like a boy, Ever uh, in life. like never in life. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't care what you, you can't get rid of that. And her face is gorgeous. She just girl. Okay. Yeah, Cause that's, the thing. I don't want to dismiss yeah. her feelings, I but am. yeah. Okay. Get the fuck out
0: of here. <laughs> Wait a minute now she was a young star in the industry okay wait a minute that, are
2: we talking about her during her young star yes that's days? what she's talking about she said yeah. she's, so not about 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 she's, she's not talking focusing about right on that as a teen her, as yeah, a teen got not it not yeah. now oh yeah okay alright now could be she's little, married with but, three kids
1: that yeah.
0: could be a little creepy though as a teen it's like yeah I mean I like boys but I'm not trying to have every man in the world when I go outside trying to grab my ass no, like, it, no you know that what that could definitely to, be a thing to
1: be fair as to be fair god forbid as a teenager if she ended up in front in front of like Harvey Weinstein or something like that cause you know, right. or anybody I've seen, those a Harvey Weinstein wine type, yeah, yeah, she's anybody, she's in like, this, oh, just yeah. come here, you like, damn, she's in this movie called the, Ki- the Killer Inside Me, and it's her, Casey Affleck, and Kate Hudson. Mm. That is one of the most disturbing movies I've ever seen. In my life,
0: was, was any male actors in there?
1: Casey Affleck. Well, he's you know an Academy Award. When I don't know, you know, I got to see a picture of it. Manchester Affleck's by brother, the Sea. Who had like I ain't never no been at a brother. Sexual, um... Oh. I don't know well, actors he, and actresses' names. I told you. He got He got wrapped up in the whole Me Too movement oh, as, shit. As, as well. Um, but it hasn't impacted his career, Not trust me. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. I mean, he won an actor for Manchester by the Sea. Mm-hmm. He was in Gone Baby Gone um, with uh, Morgan okay. Freeman. Yep, yep. Um, You'll know when you see him. Yeah. I know Gone oh, Baby Gone. Oh, he was, was he the main a, guy in Gone Baby Gone? Whoa, Baby whoa, whoa, gone? Whoa, whoa, no. whoa, whoa. He was in the Oceans franchise as one of the two, the two brothers that two keep two arguing. The one. Yeah. I mean, the taller one. Yeah. So that's Casey Affleck. So, anyways, I'm sure a lot of people
0: didn't know. They probably did.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> I just said that to say, if you really want to watch something really disturbing, watch the killer Why inside me. You really watch something disturbing because
0: people, we, like, what kind of disturbing?
1: Well, we watch the fucking news. That's disturbing. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> that's just, true. Some people like fuck shit. You know, they okay. like disturbing movies. They like psychological thrillers with, um, you know. Anyways going back to the topic, have you ever felt like you needed to do something in order to kind of like h- hide what was going on underneath you no. know, all the fabulousness? and
2: as a teenager, I had a fat ass. Um, <laughs> it was it great. And, um, and you know, being a bona fide city girl, mm-hmm. men are just gonna say stuff constantly. You know what it's oh, like, yeah. especially when you're taking the subway and the bus, mm-hmm. you're in the street, right? So like, I, I remember always getting hit on but I don't think I gave that energy mm-hmm. as far as being the one to fuck with like yeah. there might be one a bit more like sweet and softer next to me and you'd be like okay yeah. that one I can get away with yeah. right she might have brothers so it was just kind of like one of those things where for some reason I never manifested that energy yeah. right but had all the equipment to get fucked up right Right. right. Um, I do remember my uh I won't. Mm. Um. Someone did make a very inappropriate move on me. Um. When I was recruited at the Air Force. Okay. So that is is quite common in the military. Right. That and it doesn't get talked about enough. Right. Of of what goes on in the military. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I have had that experience, but I I I did not have it um in this industry. Thank God, because I entered it at a certain age of where. Um, I just wasn't the one to 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 pick. Right. But it's an. I feel like sometimes I don't know why I'm looking at you. I feel like sometimes it's an energy thing. Yeah, where uh. certain people like Jessica Alba. Yeah, she does have the big dewy eyes. I can only imagine them when she was a teenager. Yeah. and she's so kind. And she might have been a bit naive. Yeah. to where she knew her level of like understanding around men and how nice you can and can't be. I, being yeah. a bona fide city girl, I knew I'd be like, shut up, move along, don't touch me. Yeah, like, I you, had got, you got energy. Chicago,
1: Air Force, New yeah, York, like you're, so. you're not the one. <laughs> but I had so
2: one. many Jessica Alba type friends that yeah. I would protect all of the time. Yeah. So protection. I could totally understand yeah, why, yeah. as a teenager, why she would be um, so cautious and having yeah. to take certain methods to protect herself.
1: Right. Because, um, Lord
2: forbid, somebody rape her and she gets pregnant.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh well, hey, sorry that got dark. but no, like you no, know, no, no, wait, that, whoa, that's whoa, whoa, what we're talking whoa, whoa. about these days. I right? really, so, really, 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 really liked so the segue I it. because that was what I wanted to talk about next. Yeah. Um, that
0: word just makes me. Yeah. Um,
1: okay, so Missouri is Rape or abortion.
0: Rape. I don't like that stuff.
1: Missouri is <laughs> the talk about it. Missouri is sorry. the latest uh, state um, to pass the bill that bans abortion after eight weeks. <sighs> Okay. Uh, Missouri just became the latest state to pass a bill that bans abortion after eight weeks with the exception of medical emergencies and who I don't know who it is that deems it to be a medical emergency. What is classified as being a a medical emergency like and who who is it that makes that call. So that bothers me something like geriatric pregnancy like over the age of
2: 35 if they find certain, you know, they do certain x rays and tests and real and find out that the mother
1: could be at uh, risk of dying. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, however, if a woman is a victim of rape or incest, she will still not be able to get the procedure. Republican Governor Mike Parson will mo- most likely sign the bill as he is a vi- is very pro-life. Um, he said during an alley until the day that we no longer have abortions in this country. Oh, God. It, I literally have, I think I just threw up a little bit in my mouth just mm-hmm. now. Um, I will never waver in the fight for life. Uh, the bill which has pa- um, which is passed in the House by one hundred and ten to forty four says that doctors who perform an abortion after the eight-week line could face up to 15 years in prison, however, the women who receive the procedure will not be criminally punished. That's different than what happens in Alabama. Mm -hmm. Um, Democratic Rep Sarah Unsicker said, laundry, bleach, acid, bitter, concoction, knitting needles, bicycle spokes, ballpoint pens, jumping from the top of stairs or the roof. These are the ways that women around the world who don't have access to legal abortions perform their own. It's true mm-hmm. um, a total of 3903 abortions were perform- performed in missouri in 2017 many of the women will not have access to a clinic if the bill goes into effect and as reported alabama and georgia recently passed strict abortion bills that ban the procedure under all costs however they have not yet taken effect um doesn't it feel like the handmaid's tales come into life let me tell you something okay. um <laughs>
2: So you hear all these red states that you're mentioning, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Let's like let's just let's just cut the bullshit, right? It's 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 white supremacy at mm-hmm. its finest, mm-hmm. meaning superiority for white people. Mm-hmm. um Over sixty percent of abortions are done by white women, mm-hmm. and how is it that at the same time they are trying to take down and destroy Planned Parenthood. They're also trying to build a wall with Mexico. Mm-hmm. It's solely for numerical majority. It has been this way since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. Mexican babies are rapidly at a all time high mm-hmm. while white women are ab- aborting the children. Mm-hmm. The majority mm-hmm. and minority numbers mm-hmm. have never shifted more in the past 10 years than in the history of America. Mm-hmm. It's a business, it's an uh, economical boost. It is majority its superiority. Mm-hmm. And um you know, we I, I I I'm a very firm around like, you know, um it's my body, my choice. Mm-hmm. It should be choice. But these motherfuckers always talking about pro-life, mm-hmm. but are totally okay with m- military assault rifles on the street. Mm-hmm. Whose lives are you pro for, right? Thank you. So at the end of the day, it's really just um, maintaining superiority and majority, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it's, it's facts. Like, no, it
0: makes sense because I, I read something that said about twenty fifty, 50, 50 percent or maybe a little less of the whole America will be uh, Latino. Mm
2: -hmm. So 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 how do you stop that? You put a ball, you put a wall up, right? Um, because Mexican women are doing any and everything to get across the border just to give birth in America and mm-hmm. they've been doing it. Mm-hmm. At the same time, Very over successful. 60% of white women are getting abortions. Mm. So this has nothing to do specifically with um, telling women what they can and cannot do. It is about the power maintaining their, their superiority. Right. And, it, and, and, and women have been colonized since the beginning of fucking time.
1: Yeah. True. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, this is being seen as like, you know, yeah the religious right is ta- is using the whole you know notion of Christianity and you know uh saving lives and stuff. I'm like, nah, that's a big motherfucking red. But it's herring. also
2: no different than, you know, the only way that they were able to keep slaves alive mm-hmm. is by using the Bible and saying, if you kill yourself, you'll go to hell. Mm-hmm. Don't kill yourself, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. Now go
1: back to work. And they like, <laughs> God
2: damn it. Yeah. Right? Because <laughs> the body had like brainwashed them thinking, you're gonna go to hell nigga. Mm. Like so they wouldn't not kill themselves right you know what i mean they've been using that bible to to control mm-hmm. since again the beginning of time like but yeah. you know like come on like okay let me don't get me started
1: when i've when i've you know done a deep dive into the comment section I, oh, I swear to god the comment section either i'm laughing whoa 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 <laughs> i'm not just talking about mine i'm just talking about in general okay okay yeah um because <laughs> my comment section jesus christ it, it's, it's it's pretty all right um but when i do a deep dive into the comments And like when it comes to this particular topic, the the argument supported by, you know, the fact that the Bible and Christianity, it's kind of like can we deal in facts here? Can we just talk about what's real and what's not? And the fact that people, a legislative body is trying to tell you what to do with yours. I, 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 I can't, I still cannot and will not be able to wrap my mind around that, you know? And people are like, all these women are out here using abortion as birth control. I'm like, who no
0: it's this there's uh, no, no, now, no 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 no
1: stop i'm not talking about, i'm not saying that there isn't one woman or two women or a few women out there that have you know psychological fucking problems and don't know how to use Proper birth control, mm-hmm. and they've had seven or eight abortions. But what the fuck that bitch's life got to do with me? I that's her. That's
0: absolutely true. She's literally it is her body.
1: She's turned her body into a trash receptacle. Yeah. She God, you, to... you know, like more power to you, girlfriend. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with me, and yeah. it has
2: nothing to do with the Bible. They just need more white babies,
1: right? Period. that's Right. What, I it's it, de- it. De- the argument supporting the country this, needs more white babies, and you want to know it's crazy. Did you know? So the landmark case where uh Roe versus Wade, which is what, you know, the case that the Supreme Court adjudicated and legalized abortion in this country. Are you two, what's going on over here?
2: <laughs> I'm like,
1: all right. I asked right. him at
2: the beginning, where's the
1: line that I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> and he gave me like a shoulder like, tap, like, oh, like we, okay, okay, okay yep. that's the line. That's where you <laughs> stop. Okay, well, okay, have okay. you have you heard that Roe versus Wade, the woman involved in the Roe, in the case, I guess it's Roe, mm-hmm. she's now a staunch pro-lifer? What? Yeah, there is a documentary. I believe it's on HBO right now. Um, I'll get our researcher Kelvin to you know put, <laughs> put just put the go right there. You know what the name of it is, but uh, yeah, there is a documentary out there right now on the woman who was involved in the case, the the character of Roe. I don't believe that that's really actually her name, but she is a staunch right wing pro lifer. Right now, she says she regrets the decision um to have had the abortion and um yeah that's what
2: i thought i was like everybody has their prize yeah oh up.
1: yeah 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 oh absolutely it's 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 such bullshit um but yeah it just it's it's just adding fuel to the fire that the yeah. person who was involved in the landmark case which is with this are is now publicly stating that they wish they could dial it back
0: and this is a recent documentary or this came out but, a while ago no
1: um Within the last four or five years, maybe. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. yeah. Don't quote me on that, but I, I think it was in within the. No, last that's four recent or five five enough. Years. Yeah, it was really disturbing, um, and just you know this whole heartbeat bill. Yeah. eight okay. weeks. I'm just like, how are we treating something that doesn't doesn't have a brain, doesn't have a spine, doesn't really actually have a heart. Why are we treating this person, this thing as a person? It's not a human being, you know what I'm saying? So the argument falls flat, you know what I'm saying? It would never be able to survive outside of the womb, you know what I'm saying? So why is this even a part of the conversation? It's just a distractionary measure to do To to turn our heads away from what the real issue is, in which it's clear and plain and simple as to what you said.
2: Yeah, Um, and it's it is exactly what you said. They they're not banning abortion.
1: Mm -hmm. They're just banning safe abortion. Yeah, and that's
2: the part that really breaks my heart. Yeah, because it I know so many young girls um, in my life growing up that. Their, their 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 life is so amazing now, yeah. and they are so grateful that they didn't make the choice to be a mom at 15 yeah. Yeah. or 16, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's just like-
0: It's a real decision.
2: But they will still make that decision, and I just pray that they travel far, go to another state, you <laughs> yeah. know, just find another state, get it done, just yeah. don't take it into your own hands. Um, and also use cocaine. Um, and yeah, I snore birth control like cocaine, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that I don't have to make that choice. I yeah. got so yeah. just be very responsible and, and, and take. I care got of yourself. an IUD,
1: just so amazing. That, yeah, yeah. ladies, so take care of yourself. Yeah. Don't don't yeah.
2: just you know think a condom is
1: enough because a bunch of motherfuckers would love to shoot up this club. and... <laughs> oh my god! No, I'm not selfish. No, I'm kidding. Um. Okay. So. <laughs> okay, so we have to thank. Guy P. Marshall. Yes. This is fun. (laughs) For showing up and helping us out with today's show. Uh, I want to keep you here. I just want you to stay. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're going to be a regular. You're coming back. Anytime. Told you you she's dope. I know that. Like, you know, it's like the battle-tested woman thing. Like, I want to, you know, I want to take her home. Yeah, you can carry me in your purse any day. All right, no problem. Um, uh, There were so many topics I wanted to touch on, but please let everybody know where they can find you. Um, Your instagram handle um you're on a hulu right now on the fix correct um uh, yes. yeah um uh season one the only season
2: of the fix is on hulu uh first two seasons of black lightning on netflix and i have a new netflix series Ooh. that i'm filming this summer i can't say which one but i will be posting it on my instagram which is at sky s-k-y-e-p marshall m-a-r-s-h-a-l-l and you can dm me i dm back so Okay. Unless you're inappropriate. I was going to say, uh, my DMs are well, very But if anyone <laughs> just so says, just like, hey, yeah. no, seriously, I'm like, if okay. someone says, like, yo, love your work, you know, or like, I'm thinking about she being an actor, do you have any, like, I i, I will. I reply to you're, DMs. You're if gonna, you're
1: inappropriate, then. You're going to get that, but okay our, that. some of our audience will send you dick pics. Oh, I'm no. warning you right now, don't fucking Please do don't, it, okay? Yeah. Or I'll send one back. <laughs> And it'll be a bigger dick. Trust me. Oh, I'm, Veiny. On yeah. that note, can you send it to me? <laughs> All right. On that note, we're out, people. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>